Welcome to Rohit's chat show. My next guest is the CEO of AAP3, David Clayden. How are you doing? Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. How are you? Very good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Not too bad. Not too bad. How's things? Very good. Very good. Not too bad at all. Not too bad. Busy morning. Busy morning. You? Yeah, yeah, busy. I was on a conference call earlier, and yeah. then um, yeah, a couple of demos. But uh, it's been all right, to be honest with you. People are, um, you know, the, the the market, you know, is is there, and I, I think people have got this. I don't know, not not worry. I just think people are just like we're just going to carry on, keep going, um, you know, and and see how it pans out. What yeah. what's your yeah, I think everyone's got the same attitude. I mean, there's, you know, we can talk about it till the cows come home, but it is, mm-hmm. it is what it is. I know it's a terrible saying, but we've got to, we've got to just get on with it. I spoke to all the guys this morning. We're talking about, you know, do we go into the office or do we not? Um, uh, some people live on their own. You know, they're not all like us with families and kids charging around. Um, so being at home on your own is not, is not particularly great. Um, you know, mentally, they, they like to get to work because there's that lovely social interaction which we all love. Um, yeah. Some of them, they want to come in even though they can work from home. And as long as we've got a nice environment for them, plenty of space, plenty of hand gel, plenty of cleaning materials, all the rest of it, then that's what they're going to do. So we're trying to look after them as much as we can. But we've got, we've got different age ranges, age ranges, um, you know, the news tomorrow will be probably as we expect. Um, there's there's so much else going on. You know, I know, I know. Like the like the elections and stuff in in America. That's that's an absolute show, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? I've got something special to show you because you, you inspired me. You inspired me, so I got something behind me to. I thought I thought I mean, I've had it here for ages, but look, can you see it? <laughs> I mean that's nice, isn't it? It's something special. It's you and me look together. That is beautiful. Now, I, now if that's if that's not partnership, I have no idea what is. I tell you, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's a commitment there. That is commitment. That is brilliant. I need to take a screenshot of that. Oh my god, have, that is amazing. Send me, send me, do me a favour and send me a picture of that. I'll do. I will. After I'll this, do. on WhatsApp, because that is brilliant. <laughs> My stepdaughter, she's, she changes pictures in her room all the time. And she's, she's done with that frame. And I looked at it and I said, do you know that little great with pictures of me and pictures of Rohit? It look great. <laughs> <laughs> mine's, still, mine's still the same. It hasn't, hasn't really changed much. Actually, yeah. I did pull out my, um, my Southampton uh, scarf. Uh-huh. Well done. I'll tell you what, I've got, I've got a funny story about that. I went to, um, I went to Amsterdam a few years ago and um, yeah. I said, well, I'm going to do something different. And we, uh, we went to Ajax in Gronin and uh, I'm walking along and obviously you've got your burger vans and stuff like that. And then there was like this uh, memorabilia with, with Ajax stuff all over it. And I'm looking at the scarves and randomly there was a red scarf and I was like, oh, what, 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 what's that? It looks yeah. quite familiar. There was a Southampton scarf, and I was like, in all places around the world, there is a random Southampton scarf in yeah. an Ajax, uh, like kind of like a booth kind of thing. It was quite funny, right, actually. Yeah. Brilliant, quite, mental, isn't it? I mean, I still, I know I'm down here, not far from Southampton anyway, but 
I'm still walking down the high street and it could be in Winchester or Basingstoke or um, you know wherever and I see it I see an old Southampton shirt with AP3 on it and it, and it, it always makes me smile it always makes me smile do you know what I do you know what I'm so silly I um I should have worn it today but I I can't wear it today because over the years yeah. Uh, I've uh, put on a bit of a uh, bit of weight, <laughs> so I can't wear it, uh, unfortunately. But I don't do worry. have it. Don't worry, don't worry. I went, I went um, fly fishing last week with. Um, I don't know if you know. Do you know a guy called Saj Chowdhury? Do you know Saj? He rings a bell. I was going to ask you actually. My followers would love to know how your uh, your fishing trip went. That was one of my questions. Well, the fishing trip was great. The fishing trip was great. We went to um, uh, the Rockbourne Trout Fishery down in uh, down in the New Forest, and there's a, a good old a good old friend of mine called Dave Bowden. He's, he's I don't know how old Dave is. And Chaz, who used to be my old sales manager at a yeah. recruitment company in Soho in the West End, um, so we've been friends for many years. And then Saj has been in recruitment. He joined me as Span. We both we both joined at the same time at the Span Consultancy in the West End. Yeah. Um, so we can in touch and now and again we do something and we just went fly fishing for the day. Um and it was it was just you know, it's just idyllic. It's just you know, doing a bit of fly you, fishing. What what I want to know, was that on a weekend or a weekday? That, that was a weekday. Right. So a weekday. Now my followers want to know one question, one answer. I, well, I want to personally know how you got away the whole day going fly fishing. How do you get away with that? The whole day of fly fishing. How do you speak to your wife and go, I'm going fly fishing the whole day? Well, you okay. know, I know you've got, you've got a young young child or children. I've got two children, yeah. One one four and one newborn, obviously, yeah, six months. Okay, okay, okay. So so mine are, mine are I've got three girls who are 30, 28 and 26. Right, okay. Obviously, they're long gone. And my, and my, my wife, um, uh, my, this is my second wife, She's got yeah. two children, and Ben is 18, and Bella is 16. Now, they don't really need me. One's at university and all the rest of it. But, you know, my wife doesn't really mind what I do. because she, she, she does her thing, and I do my thing. We do loads of stuff together, Brilliant. but I haven't had a day off for a while. So, we, you know, a day off in a week. Sometimes it's good for the soul, Robert. Good for the soul. Yeah, and no, agree, actually. You've got to do something that's different. And I think time apart is, uh, is also yeah. key as well, I think. It felt particularly good when I caught a fish in the afternoon. Did you? So how many, that was my other question. How many fish did you catch? I only caught two. Well, but two, two was good. I had a two fish ticket. You know, you can get a different. You can get three or four or five fish ticket. I just got a two fish ticket. I didn't want to. Oh. I didn't want to be cocky. It. I didn't want to be cocky. I just thought I'd just go for two fish because if I get two fish at the end of the day, I'm going to be a happy guy. We're going for lunch in Fording Bridge. Oh. And I'd talk some rubbish like we normally do, and, and all the rest of it. And I came back with the fish, that, that, and I cooked it that night, and that was all I, all I needed. Did you actually cook it? You cooked the fish that you caught. I did. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm no, a, I did that. I'm a I don't know. <laughs> I like to just, I like to just live in the forest. I'd love that as well, man. No internet, just chill out. Yeah. Is yeah. that you brewed yeah. yourself? Yeah, that was good. It was good. <laughs> It was good fun, and it was, and I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed. It. Good, good. Well, look, part of my chat show is obviously talking just like this. But yeah. one of the things that I do is some quick fire round uh, questions. Yeah. So yeah, I will absolutely. ask you. Sorry. 
I saw them. I saw them on your previous ones. Right. So other, obviously, obviously, you've been following. Clearly, um, I'm not an idiot, Robert. <laughs> I know the strategy, Robert. So uh, obviously, bananas, apples. You've got to choose. Right. You ready for this? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> right. First one: Southampton or London? Southampton. Contract or perm? Uh, contract. A bath or a shower? A uh, shower. Football or fishing? Uh, fishing. Your coffee? Uh, coffee. Work alone or a team? Team. Always team. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Crazy. Beer or wine? Beer. Okay. A month without a car or a month without the internet? Uh, the internet. Favorite recruitment vendor. <laughs> now this one is slightly rigged, isn't it? Because you and me haven't sorted things out yet. I mean, my favorite... <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously a rugby pager, obviously. Obviously, clearly, <laughs> but look, it's a process. It's a process. Well, do, do you know what? There was there was a couple of answers there which have definitely caught me by surprise, and one of them was football and fishing because obviously. You know, yeah. we're both avid fans of Southampton. I thought you'd go football. Well, I have to say, I, I, I mean, I, I think I may have been misleading you because I'm not an avid fan of Southampton. In fact, I was brought up in Surrey. Um, and for some reason, I don't know why, but I always supported Arsenal. Always so you're an Arsenal, Arsenal fan? Well, I am an Arsenal fan. But I'm, I mean, I've been brought up. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rugby guy. So I've, I've played rugby since I was 12. Oh, now, all the way, you know, all the way through. So I've always, I've always, I've always been interested in rugby. In, in the junior sides up at Harlequins, I played up there, up in London, um, and, and I've, I've always been a rugby guy at, at college. I did a degree in sports studies, uh, which I didn't get, for a bit. That's because I'm an idiot. Um, but I did. Haven't we all been down there? Down that road? <laughs> I had lots of fun, but unfortunately, I just forgot to do any work, which is not. Good. Oh, you went through the same road that I, because I was supposed to be a building surveyor. Yeah, and I remember you saying something about it, and then you just, you know, what did we end up doing? I ended up working at Bottoms Up. Do you remember the off-license chain? Which called? It's called Bottoms Up. Bottoms Up? No, never heard of it. They were bought by another company, but I worked, a friend of mine worked at Bottoms Up in an off-license, um, so I started working there, um, and then I, I heard through um, a family member that someone was looking for somebody to work in a recruitment consultancy up in London. I moved up to London, lived with my sister, worked in the West End, and then I've been in recruitment ever since, apart from five years in maritime software. Well, that, that, that fits quite nicely into that, actually, the, the journal that obviously I've been, and it's exactly the same, you know, I picked up a Yellow Pages book, next yeah. minute you know, I'm on the train to London and, and that's about it, and I'm, you know, still here. You know, yeah. obviously coming down ever so often to see family and stuff, but I guess that's, you know, I've heard this so many times that people fall into recruitment. They fall into recruitment so many times. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's an interesting one. What What I wanted to talk to you about was, um, I know we've spoken about it, but the, my followers, people that um, watch this now, yeah, know about the AAP3 partnership you had with Southampton because that's quite unique because I've never seen... I think Crawley did with, with a company called Mansell Recruitment years ago. 
but I, I don't I haven't seen any other recruitment agency sponsor a football club on their t-shirts yeah, I don't, I'm not too sure. We know of any either. I mean, we, we started sponsoring them when they were in the championship, you know, they, right. a couple of years and then they went up into the, into the Premier League. Um, I mean, the, the main reason, I have to be honest with you, it was nothing to do with me. A, because I, I'm not a massive football fan. But secondly, um, uh, there were other people who were running the company at the time who had a particular interest in Southampton Football Club. And we were doing, I think, some work with Southampton Football Club. Um, and it seemed like a good you know, a good deal for, for them and for us. Um, and I think it worked particularly well because obviously they got promoted. Um, you know, we carried on for a couple of years, but as you know, um, it's also an expensive, expensive thing to do. And I think, yeah, you have to look at the demographic of people who um, are there at the stadium, what they're doing, how they're looking at the main sponsor and whether you know whether you get the return from it, whether you get a proper return from that from that mainline sponsorship, and I don't know, I don't know. It's, it's a difficult one because a recruitment company we work just recruitment, we do technical services as well, technical managed services, network support, engineering. You know, we were doing a lot of work um, in other areas outside of recruitment. So tracking that ROI would have been really difficult because you you know you've got. Yeah, very difficult. Lovely to do. Lovely to do. With a box as well in Southampton. Yeah, lovely with a box, inviting customers and um, getting the team and, you know, the employees and everybody. That was good. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just, you do have to, you do have to really look at it. If you're going to do it, you have to make it, you have to make it worth your while. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's the struggle. It's the demographic you've also got to look at, you know, and, and, I, and, I, and I say that to all my clients. I, I talk to them about, the demographic that you are trying to attract, you know, whether you're using LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, you know, look, if you are a healthcare recruitment agency, yeah, most of your nurses and, and doctors and stuff, they're, they're going to be on Facebook, right? They're going to just yeah. naturally be there, you know, and that's where you should, you know, push your eggs in, in that basket. If you're in tech and security or, you know, um, you know, data or, or uh, marketing, you're probably looking at LinkedIn and, 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 and Twitter to, to a certain extent and utilizing yeah. everyone's networks. And, and I, I say that, you know, and, and it's quite interesting you say about the whole demographic of people you're trying to kind of connect with. It's yeah. vast, isn't it? Everyone loves football. So how can it you... Is. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's very difficult. But then in recruitment, you know what it's like. We, I mean, we're facing... You know, we're, we're, a, we're, we're focused all around technology. We're aerospace, defense, maritime, um, you know, engineering, retail, banking. I mean, we, 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 we've always been technology, always technology. But there's so many different industries now. It covers everything, doesn't it? it yeah, 100%. Whether it's the local butcher up the road who's got the, uh, their IT systems or whether it's a multinational. Um, we really do have to think about it. I mean, we, we, do, we do work quite closely with LinkedIn like you do, you know, it, it works for us in many, many ways. And if I get a good ROI, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep doing it. I love doing, I love doing stuff like this. This is great. You know, we've done a couple of events, a couple of events um, and promoted it via LinkedIn. Um, but we use lots of other, we use lots of other platforms as well. We're yeah, a as well. Well, yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna obviously push your brand even, even further as well, right? Yeah. And, and, and now, Obviously, you, you mentioned you 
you secure you know technology as a whole are your recruiters now going into different niches different areas or is it via teams or how, how does that work yeah i mean we're not we're not branching into loads of other areas because we've been working in aerospace defense maritime uh, retail local a lot of local companies telcos we've been doing it for years and years and years some of the people i work with i was talking to, to Sally this morning, Sally and I have worked together for 17 years, you know, we, we, we kind of know each other inside out as to what, what we're good at, what we're not good at, and what we pass over to other people because they're better at it than we are. But we've just got a small specialist recruitment team, but, but the way that AEP3 is different is, is recruitment is a quarter of the business. Yeah. Three quarters of the business is technical support, engineering, unified collaboration, we're a Cisco partner, so we do a lot of work around that sort of Cisco space, cybersecurity. Cisco is the biggest cybersecurity company in the world. Um, you know, and that's nice to be able to talk about. We're not just, nothing what we've been, just a recruitment company, but we've got lots of things to talk about when we talk to a customer. It's a nice story, yeah. Nice story that you can put in about Southampton Football Club, and we've got an office in North Carolina, one in San Jose. We deal with some interesting customers over in the States. You know, we've yeah. got a nice story, and I think sometimes people like to listen to a story. 100%. Definitely. I always start out with, you know, how we how we started. Why, you yeah. know, is there a solution? How are we going to help, um, you know, agencies and, 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 and how we could help them, not just now to the end of the year, but next year? You know, I think people are looking at 2021 going, right, what are we going to do differently? How are we going to pivot? You know, and, and, and at this time, people are looking at what they're using, right? Um, yeah, I mean, everybody's looked at everything, I think, with regards to, obviously, finances, because any supplier, you know, you, you've got to get value for money. I don't mind spending money as long as I get value for money. And if it's not at the moment, then you've got to cut it. Um, yeah. You know, there's, there's been some areas where, um, you know, you look, you look at some software solutions you're using. If you're not getting what you need, that's not good enough. Not now. Yeah. Got to get, got to get return on investment. Definitely, and 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 that that actually um, brings me on nicely to to one of my other questions. You, obviously, you've been in the industry for a long time, right? Yeah, since eighty five. Yeah, so a long time since uh, you know. Yeah. I was just merely born. Uh, <laughs> to put it in perspective, no worries, no worries. But no, no, no. You've been in the industry for a long time, and and obviously we're in a. And I didn't want to break. Come, you know, I didn't want to have a. You know, I don't want to have doom and gloom in this chat show. It's not what it's all about. But some sound advice would go a long way with people listening to this. Um, so uh, obviously we're, we're in a time now where people are like, right, do we go candidates? Do we just try and fill every single job that a client has? I talked last week about uh, candidate championing and having three really, really strong candidates. And do you just, you know, speak to your clients about them? Could you give any sound advice for any recruiters that are struggling now um, or just starting out in, in recruitment? What kind of advice would you would you give them um, starting out? Let's say, for example, they were coming in, say, AP3. What kind of advice yeah. now in this current state? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think because of you've got so much going on, you've got, you've got the COVID situation, you've got yeah. Brexit, you've got R35 new legislation, um, you've got the election. There's so much going on, and I think sometimes that can that can take your focus away of, of what you need to do. 
and I, I don't want to be I don't want to sound like a um, like an, a, an old record but um, you know we always focused in, in my background and my sales manager many many years ago uh, when me and Saj were working for a guy called Charles Holiday it was always about working hard looking after people honesty was always the most important thing right here um, I, I mean I talk to candidates every single week I've been doing this a long long time but you have to treat people well now even more importantly than ever before and even though it's tempting to skim things because everyone's under a lot of pressure um, if you look after candidates now you will get returns in the future candidates are, uh, are looking for roles clients are still are still recruiting you know we just placed somebody um, a couple of days ago and there is still that wonderful feeling of getting that candidate the right job for them and their family um, you know they're relocating you know, there's, it's a big deal for them, but the joy that we get from facing someone in the right job at the right time is enormous. Yeah. So I would look, I would make sure that if I was getting involved in recruitment now, I would really seriously think about what areas are, are booming. You know, what do I need to get involved in? What can, what can be exciting for me? You know, they've got to love it. They've got to get involved in an area they feel passionate about, whether it's AR, VR, whether it's gaming, whether it's um, uh, uh, telecommunications, whether it's cybersecurity. I mean, you know all the buzz with areas that are busy at the moment. Yeah. Know, some companies are still expanding big time. Mm. Um, focus on some of those, build up some quick relationships as quickly as you can, but, but make sure you look after the candidates because they are going to remember how you treat them now forever and you need to do it the right way. You need to be professional. And, that, and that's the problem, I think, because there's so many candidates in the market, I, I'm worried, right? And this used to happen so many when, so many times when I did recruitment, is yeah. there's so many people that are applying for jobs that they're not getting back to every single candidate. And yeah. I, I've also had conversations about, look, there's so many candidates in the market, right? I can't find quality candidates for that role. Yeah. And I think that's another problem that people are having. I don't know whether yeah. you can kind of comprehend with that. Well, well, we're definitely getting we're definitely getting quality candidates. I mean, we are we. I think you have to be careful about what what um, resources you use to find your candidates because you can overcomplicate it. You know how many job boards are out there. You know how many different platforms there are. I mean, you can be chasing around all day and not really get any work done. Um, I've spoken to some colleagues of mine who run recruitment companies. You know, and they've, and they've cut the number of job boards they use significantly because they've got clear analytics of which ones are working and which ones are not. Yeah. So trying to automate things so they can make sure they either get back to candidates in person or they at least get back to them in some way so they've got some communication so the candidate can cross it off the list and get on with something else. Um, yeah. So I think I think that's that that really is that really is key. But yeah. We're facing contract and permanent people every week, um, and there's some great people out there. Um, mm. But again, the people who are not successful, you have to let them know. A hundred percent. I hardly agree. And I've, and the, the the sad thing is, I, I just hear so many people going, "Oh, you know, they haven't got back to me, or this agency has got back to me." You know, there are so many tools out there. You know, yeah. and I could think of the top of my head that you could just automate it. Just even yeah. just an email, just to say, "Hey." You haven't been selected. Yeah, yeah I, I think as long as somebody gets, you know, you know what it's like. I mean, I think I put myself in their position. If I get a polite email, thanks, but but, but you know, it, it didn't work this time. But thank you for your application. That's yeah. okay. I'm okay with that. You know, and I'll and I'll move on. 
it's not being able to move on and not hearing anything. That's 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 the biggest issue. Exactly, and and that and that's a problem. And I don't think people um, like to give bad news either. That's the other thing. No, they're uncomfortable but, doing that as well. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's like it's like sales, isn't it? I mean, people don't like picking up the phone or um, don't like having those awkward conversations. But you know, life is about having awkward conversations. Sometimes you've just got to you've just got to go for it. Just got to go for it. And you know, they're they're, they're just people. Rubbish. You know, if I'm talking to you or you're talking to me, you know, we're on the same level. I don't care how many years experience I've got, you've got, what you do, what I do. You have to talk to people on, on a level. Um, yeah. All the time. You know, you sh- we shouldn't have to say. Um, sorry, or hope you don't mind, or blah blah blah. You know, this should, should be sort of right in, go for it. Um, you know, people are in the same position as as all of us. You should, as you should treat all, all on the equal playing field. And you know what? I sp- I don't know if you know this guy. Do you know Josh Young? Josh Young. No, he no, um, used to own. Um, he was one of the co-founders of um, Highfield Company, and now he's just. Um, I think it was the start of the year purchased a job board called energy job line okay and uh he's doing really well um you know really covering the market but I, I got him on the talk show and we um we spoke about how you know in this state of market how people are being a lot more personable how conversations are becoming so much more personable now because they have to everyone's working from home right yeah. everyone's doing yeah. the same thing and you can start relating to people about that. And I, and I think that's kind of starting to change the dynamics of how people are selling. I think that's a really good point. It's a, re- it's a really good point because, you, you know, normally when you talk to somebody and, and you're going through a tough time and you're going through a good time, normally somebody's experienced what you're going through. And at the moment, none of us have really ever, none of us have ever experienced this, this situation. So we're all looking out for each other because there are some people doing some unbelievable work. You know, my wife's a nurse. Um, you know, I hear about it firsthand. You know, they're doing incredible jobs. The people who've got incredible hardship. You know, they haven't got they haven't got jobs. They haven't got the rent. They can't get paid. You know, it's really really difficult time. So, you know, and how's she getting on? By the way, how how's she getting on with like the? Well, she's, she's a she's a breast care nurse um, down here in, in in Winchester. I mean, she's, okay, well, she, she's not involved in in COVID patients, but as you're probably aware. As things get more difficult, you know, within the NHS, people are redeployed into different areas, and there's a lot of anxiety yeah. around around people as to moving from one area to another area where yeah. they haven't had, you know, recent experience of, of, of going into a, a difficult surgical unit or a COVID ward or something like that. Very, very difficult. So they are doing a they're doing an amazing job. Amazing job. I've got I've got nothing but respect. And if if I tell you one thing, Rohit. When my wife comes home, comes home from work, I don't moan about anything. <laughs> I, I bet. Know. I, I bet. Know. I don't moan about anything. You know, if I had like a bad call about something, I don't say anything about it. No, because they're probably going through twice as worse. I, I can fathom. You know, she's like probably telling. Like <laughs> oh, I bet, and that's how you go fishing on a week. <laughs> that's the secret, guys. That's the secret. That's the secret. I said, don't to say anything. <laughs> She's glad to see the back of me, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah, tell me about it. Well, okay. listen, look, David, that, that's all we've got time for. Thank you so much for uh, participating in my chat show. Um, you know, it's, it's been great. And I'm keeping that. That's staying there. Until that you. is amazing. That, that's incredible. Please send me a WhatsApp picture. 
because that's going on LinkedIn straight away. This video, this video is not going to be going out probably next week or so, but that's got to go out ASAP because that is funny. If it doesn't go out today or tomorrow, I'm going to be disappointed. Be <laughs> you will know about it. You'll know about it. Definitely. There's definitely. Not, there's not family members in there, where it's just you and me. I just you and me. Yeah, no. This is brilliant. I can't believe it. I'm in your study. It's great. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, listen, thank you so much for your time. Thank you all for listening. And uh, I will uh, speak to uh, my audience very, very soon. Cheers. Okay. Thank you. Soon. Bye.